Hi, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 129, season six. Today's date is May 17th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. Uh, today, I will talk about uh, my memories of CTA paper transfers and monthly passes, uh, you know, from the Chicago Transit Authority in Chicago. And uh, that's a fun, that's an interesting topic to discuss. Also, I'll talk about uh, last week's posts and, well, the week before of Vanish Gallen, uh Facebook page. Uh, right now, the, the program will go into a commercial break. This program is brought to you by the Campfire Girls Public Service Announcement. And this is from 1968. I remember this commercial and it had a catchy tune. This is from the late 60s. And this is from 1968. So, uh, if you tune in and listen, you might uh, you might remember it uh, if you grew up uh, around that time. Um, if you're in your fifties, uh, your late forties or in fifties, you have your age. That is. <laughs> so here we go. She's a sleeping woman with a summer This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Campfire Girls. That was a public service announcement. And I said uh, previously, uh, I remember this commercial, and it had a catchy tune. I'm surprised it's on YouTube. Thank goodness. And you can see it if you'd like. Uh, Campfire Girls is still around. I read somewhere it's co-ed now, so boys can join. Interesting. wasn't like that before. Uh you know, with Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts. I never joined, I never was a scout. I never did. I don't know. I never was interested, you know, but it seemed like fun. But it's a, it's a good learning experience when you're younger. So they had it in my church. So I never was interested. I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> there are a lot of things I did younger and I wish I did, but I didn't. So that's how people, that's how it is. Okay. At the beginning of the program, we'll talk about my uh, memories of CTA paper transfers and monthly passes. Also, I would discuss uh, last week's posts on Van Chicago Land on, on my Facebook page. Uh, before I start, I want to tell you something. This week, I am celebrating my 10th anniversary 
uh, Fan Chicago Land of the Facebook page. Uh, I'll give you a brief history of that. Uh, first, I created the Gately's People Store that was uh, located in Roseland. And uh, that started May 16th. That was yesterday. And uh, it only went for a few days. So, And then the, I, did, I got some few responses, but not much. Then one day I was surfing Facebook. I noticed a Facebook page and it was Dispenses Castle Toys. And remember that toy store that was located in Oak Brook Terrace. And I'm thinking to myself, why are they having a page where that business is no longer around? It was a tribute page. Someone did that. So uh, I got to think, it, instead of just Gateways, why don't I do other businesses like Marshall Fields, Carson Perry Scott? Well, it was in business at the time. Or Zare or any restaurants are gone or anything like that. So, But just businesses, I start first. So I changed the name to Chicago Extinct Businesses on May 19th, which is this Thursday. I'm going to do something special for this uh, event. And uh, it took a while for a couple of years to take off, and it did. And someone from my local paper noticed it, interviewed me, and then they had the article printed, and then the rest was history. It grew up. It grew, not grew up. It just grew and grew uh, astronomically. It just uh, everyone saw it. And then my likes grew every day. Now they don't grow anymore. It's around 66. I have 66,000 followers. And I also have a Facebook group and I have over 111,000 members, which is fine. And I continue to post, update. And uh, in January 2019, uh, I want to broaden a little bit. So not just businesses. I want to do things in Chicago that are no longer around besides that. So I changed the name to, uh, it took me a while to figure out. So I changed it to Fan Chicago Land, and it's stuck. Now, I'm not going to change it again. A lot of people didn't like it because they're used to that for so many years. But now they grew it. They love that. And uh, it's been recognized by the media. Thank you very much. I've talked to people. And um, now a lot of people that I know that grew up with me, you know, at church and school and in the neighborhood, they didn't know it was me at, at first because I didn't mention my name, but it took time. Now they do, hopefully. And uh, I'm enjoying it every day, and I love it. And uh, we conti- will continue, you know, and, until the day I die. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, but uh, for now, I'm doing all right, and uh, I'm having a, I'm having a ball. I discover new things every day. I really do. Or. Uh, Create videos. I've done that for many years. I have a blog. Sometimes I write stories, but I haven't wrote a story in a long time because I've done the podcast, so I just do that. Also, uh, yeah, I started a podcast in March 2021, doing very well. And uh, i probably do a video this week. We'll see. To commemorate the anniversary of this uh, wonderful uh, milestone. Okay. Right now, uh, first off, I'm going to talk about my post from last week and sort of the week before. Okay, and here we go. The first one I did was, it was my cover photo. It was from the Millionaire's Club in Fort City. Uh, they, had a, they had a location in Wabash Avenue downtown, also at Niles, I think one in Lombard, and uh, of course, Fort City. I forgot where else, somewhere in the north side. But a lot of people were 
where I grew up at Fort City on the southwest side, remembered this place. I never went there. I used I saw it, but they went there, and it's a it's called the Millionaires Club. But you're not you're not supposed to be a millionaire to join. And it was a good restaurant, and you had all the cocktails you want. They had the kitty cocktails. A lot of kids were introduced to that. I think the owner's name was Chris Carson. I think he owned Carson Ribs. Uh, I think there's one location left. I think in Deerfield. Could be wrong. I don't know. I remember the one in the River North area. I used to live in there. Uh, I used to work in that area about 30 years ago, and I went there for lunch. And it's uh, the food was good. And they had the pate, free goose liver, free pate. First time I tried it. Not bad. <laughs> so the Millionaire's Club was there in the 70s in Fort City, and then it closed. It was right next to Weebolt's department store. And uh, a lot of people who live in the neighborhood, they don't live there anymore, but uh, I grew up with, they still remember that place. They either liked it, they worked there, and it was fine. Okay. Next up, uh, I will talk about uh, Maurice Lennon's cookies. I found a box in the eBay, you know, like uh, with the order form, you write your name. That's a cool product. It really is. Uh, people still m- miss the cookies, uh, especially the pinwheels. I love those. Uh, I wish somebody would make them again. I really do. I love that. You know, with the raspberry at the edge. Oh, and the and the twirling. You know, you look at it, you turn around, you get dizzy. <laughs> they made other cookies also, like star, I think jelly stars. Uh, Christmas time was the best. Wonderful. We still miss that place. We still miss it. Oh. Okay. Uh, next up. I hate this mouse. It goes up and down. It's kind of... Last week, I watched a virtual tour of Riverview. And it was about, oh, about almost two hours. I thought it was going to be an hour. And uh, the uh, the host was Layla Royale. I think that's her name. She's uh, She has a Facebook page, and it's called F in Chicago. And it was about review amusement park. She did a good job. I liked it. And she mentioned a few rides, uh, most of it, and also scandals and why the, the the park closed. And a lot of people know that now, but I enjoyed it very much. And you can still watch it. It's on her page on Facebook. The video is still there. Uh, if you have time to watch about one hour and 45, 44 minutes, help yourself. And uh, I loved it. It was great. You know, I'm a big Riverview nut. I just love it. I didn't like it at first when I was growing up, but now I'm just infatuated by this place. I don't know why. I want to learn more, more, more. Amazing. Okay, next up I found uh, something interesting. I found a shopping bag, a plastic shopping bag and advertisements. I can't say the word. From Zare Department Store. And this is the Bicentennial. I remember this from 1976. I was about uh, 12 yeah, I was about 12 years old, I think. Yeah, yeah, I was 12 years old. I didn't turn 13, it was October. And I remember the Bicentennial, and uh, that was a big deal back then. And uh, so I found them on eBay, and most intact. They look beautiful. I remember them like yesterday. The Zare store that was uh, near my house, uh, where I grew up, was on Columbus Avenue, near Western, right next to the Double Drive-In Theater. And Wiseway Foods, great grocery store. My mom went there all the time. She loved it. She misses it. <laughs> she still does. <laughs> and uh, next up, I found something interesting. I found some cafeteria ads from Kmart. 
and Kresge's and Jupiter stores. Remember Jupiter? And uh, it was mostly from Kmart. And uh, I remember they had a cafeteria in the, from, I never ate there, but uh, from, according to some people, they said the food was very good. It was like a Woolworths, you know, Harvest House cafeteria. And, uh, you know, and they showed the prices. And uh, according to most people, they said they, the food was very good back then. Kmart's gone. I think there's only one Kmart left in the United States, and that's in New Jersey. That's it. Rest are gone. In Chicago, gone. I think the last one was in Des Plaines, Illinois, up north, which is a shame. You know, it was a good store back then in the 70s. There was one near my, my old neighborhood at uh, 71st and Pulaski. My mom went there shopping all the time. So did I, you know, with the blue plate specials and the, and the, the intercom, attention Kmart sharpers. I think Johnny Carson did that on the show and <laughs> the tonight show. <laughs> That's still memorable like that. Also, I found a photo from the 1960s. It was a national food store. And that was located at the Sauk Plaza in Sauk Village, Illinois. And this is a cool photo. And I remember National Foods. We had one uh, when we lived in South Shore. That was on 73rd and Exchange. My mom mom never shopped there. She went to Hilo. And, uh, of course, my uh, uncle's grocery store on the corner. And uh, also Jewel, that was on 75th and Crandon. And then we moved to Ashburn, and National was at Fort City for a little while. And then uh, about a few months later, closed. And uh, so there were National Foods uh, all over. Also in Roseland, before we moved to Ashburn, we lived in Roseland. And it was on that 115th and Michigan. It was in that plaza, the Roseland Plaza, where there was the Coven uh, Drugstore. Also, the coffee pot restaurant. I know the I knew the owner very well. Uh, great place. There's a funny story about that place. I'll tell you someday about that. And uh, I remember we went to that restaurant. And also, my mom she shopped once over there, but she liked the AMP. I remember the uh, the AMP was at 112th in Michigan. She liked that better. It was closer. So, so that's a cool photo. When I posted that, people went crazy because they remembered it. Now the pla- the, the plaza has changed, so there's no grocery store. There used to be a called Fairway, but it closed, from according to some people. Also, I p- posted a Creature Features ad. Uh, it was the 1933 mo- fa- classic movie, The Invisible Man, that starred Claude Rains. I love that movie. It is hilarious and scary. Well, it was scary when it was left, but I love the movie. It's wonderful. He played a very evil guy. It's his voice. Also, the movie was 1931, Sangali. A lot of people got confused with Sanguli. It's not Sanguli, it's Sangali. It was a hypnotist. It's based on a story. Those movies aired on May 13th, 1972. I've never seen this movie, Sangali, but I want to see it. It sounds interesting. And uh, I remember in The Three Stooges, there was a guy, his name was Garlic, and he hypnotizes Stooges <laughs> when they were on the flagpole. Uh, it's hilarious. I love it. When Shemp rips uh, Mo's pants down. <laughs> also, Shemp tried to hypnotize Mo, and that's a classic scene, if you if you see it. Okay. And uh, also, I found napkins and napkin holders from Meisterbrow. I found that on eBay. They're really cool looking, you know, and uh, you place like coasters, you know, if you go in to order a beer and put a napkin there. You know, and uh, Meister Brow still missed to this day. Well, of course, Meister Brow light turned into light beer. That's another story. 
and uh, made in Chicago. Okay. Let's see what else. Uh, I think, uh, oh, one last thing. I think it's a lot. No, a couple last things I did. I posted a, a postcard from, this is the Three Sisters Dress Shop. This was located at 26 South State Street in Chicago. There was a Three Sisters store in Roseland on the corner of 112th Street, right across from Gately's People's Store. My mom went there, went shopping one, lots of times. The clothes were beautiful, exquisite. She loved that store. There was another store called Gordon's that was a little north of our apartment building. But Three Sisters, uh, they were, uh, I think, on the north side. One was at 20 on Cermak, on Cermak Road somewhere. Also on South Chicago, on the south side, on Commercial Avenue. But the Three Sisters, on the one in Roseland, uh, what was unique about that is the entrance. It was like a glass entrance. Like you go around. It looked like an island. And it's real cool. You know, it was a beautiful store. And the sign is still there in the back of the store. I think on the, uh, maybe the side of the store. I don't remember. I think the side of the store. If you drive down East 112th Street, you'll see the store. It's faded. It's still there. You know, you see it all the time. Amazing. So uh, another store occupies now. So Rosen's changed so much. Also, yesterday I posted a photo ad for WCLR 102 FM and right now it's the mix and they were giving away Sony Walkmans. I had a Sony Walkman and it was a radio and uh, I was given, it was given to me a wedding gift. Uh, my cousin got married in the eighties and uh, I think his bride at the time gave him presents cause I stood up at the wedding and it was real cool. I don't know if I still have it. It doesn't work. I don't think so, but it was a, a tape cassette. And uh, also a radio, I think, or just a tape cassette. I don't remember, but it was cool. Walkmans are still made, but it's different. They're very different now. But uh, in ja in Japan, I don't know. Right now we have MP3. We uh, the iPad. They announced they're not making the iPads anymore. What's a shame. I still I want to buy one, but I don't know. I'll think about it. They're they're being sold while they last. So hurt if you want to buy one, go ahead. Because they're not making them anymore. And uh, it's a shame. I still have two old ones. I have the original. This is from 2010. The white one. And also a black one. Where Bono from U2 used to advertise. I have that. And uh, the white one doesn't really work. But the 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 uh, black one still does. Amazing. It still works. And uh, hopefully I can, I don't know if it'll work when I connect it now, because the software's changed so much, you know, with Apple. They keep changing every year. Keeps upgrading. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Okay. Enough of that. Now I will talk briefly about CTA transfers. Uh, they started doing that in, in, the, in 1913 with the, uh, with the elevated systems, with the L's. And uh, that was all doing in the downtown area. And then later on, uh, they started doing the paper ones in 1914 with the with the streetcars. They started with the Chicago surface lines, and there was no charge, and you could change between streetcars. And it was uh, it was uh, the rule was you have to use them with a reasonable amount of time. So that was pretty cool. Then in 1932, they started. Uh, a transfer showing a clock and a map, which was shown for a long, long time until 1986 with the CTA. 
and then they changed the rules in 1974. And when you when you get when you board on a bus, you know you had the clock, and then you know the bus driver has these uh, punch the holes with the punch holder. I think that's what's called like that. And he hands it to you. And you have to show it. He won't. He'll deny you boarding if you don't have a transfer or if you don't have your fare. <laughs> It's happened to me once when I was little, and uh, it was pretty cool. So you could transfer from your bus to the L all during that time, which is pretty nice. You know, I did that when I was younger. Also, my parents, because they did not drive at the time. And uh, especially my father, he never drove. He went to work at the Conrad Hilton, taking the bus or the L, and he always had transfers. And then uh, later on in 1935, you could transfer between the Chicago service line, the CSL, and the rapid transit. So that was in 1935. And then they were available by the Chicago Motor Coach Company. That was a bus line before the CTA. And they were there. Also, uh, the CTA took over the... uh, Chicago Service Line and Chicago Rapid Transit Company in 1947. And then the buses came. In 1952, they, uh, yeah, they took the, no, I'm sorry. This, they took over the service lines. and But in 1952, they took the the bus, which was the Chicago Motor Coach Company, and they transferred to the CTA, Chicago Transit Authority. Transfers were around for a long, long time, and they can used anywhere within an hour. And uh, in 1974, they did the super transfer, and those are Sundays, I think. I don't know if they did that every day. I think it was just Sunday. My father used that on Sunday because he worked Sundays, and he went to the Hilton. And uh, bus the bus routes were kind of scarce. I mean, you, luckily we found uh, when we lived in Ashburn, there was a bu- there was a bus route that uh, that uh, stayed until one o'clock. He came on at one o'clock in the morning, but it still ran. But some, there were owl services. Uh, some routes had that. The Pulaski bus had that. Thank God. We were going to buy a house at 107th Street in Pulaski, but the thing is, the bus, the Pulaski bus, only ran up to 81st Street around midnight. So that was out about one o'clock, and that was it. So luckily, he took the Pulaski bus, then he took the Archer bus to go downtown, and uh, also then the express buses came, the 99, the 162 routes, you know, the Stevenson, and before the L was the before the Orange Line opened, we did that. Okay. Also, uh, let's see. And then uh, the super transfer was, you know, very popular. A lot of people loved it. You know, I used it to do sometimes. And then, um, then in 1986, the clock and the map was uh, replaced because there was a lot of fraud, and uh, so they so they changed that. And that was gone. That lasted until '97. Then in night they start. Then they were replaced by the transfers were transfer cards with the magnetic stripes, and then uh, that that ran to, until two thousand six. And then uh, then they do the value cards. I think the I don't know what that's called, Ventura or some Venter something like that. They were the transfer cards. You know, I never used it. I never used those. You know, I stopped taking the CTA around nineteen ninety two. That's the last time I commuted. So, um, was the transfer cards there? Uh, yeah, there was still transfers. You know, I took the 162 from my house and worked downtown. 
But when I went to DeVry in the 80s, uh, I used the bus frequently. I did not have a car. I had a, I had a graduation. I had my first car after I graduated from DeVry. But I took the bus to go to DeVry. I took the Pulaski bus or the 162, went downtown, took the blue line to go north and got off at Belmont. And then took the Belmont bus to Campbell, one block west of Western, where Riverview was. And that's where DeVry was. And I did that for three years. I did that for three years, and uh, you know I used the transit, but I had to use transfers. But then uh, the monthly pass started. I don't know when exactly, what year, but then uh, I didn't work at that time, so my my father bought it for me. He bought it for it was like forty eight dollars, forty five dollars, then it reached up to fifty, and I used that pass every month. And I went to school. I was very uh, uh, grateful. I appreciated that he bought this for me and because he wanted me to finish school. I almost didn't, but that's another story. And I used that class every day. I used it to board the L. I mean, first the Belmont bus, board the L, then the other bus, and went home. It was a long commute, but uh, I studied when I was on the train and the bus. So that's good. I took my time studying. That was a good thing. And also studying at home. And I did it for three years, and I graduated in March of, no, May of 86. And that was that. And uh, so now the CTA is, uh, they have the, you know, you use your phones now. You have an app. I haven't used that yet. So it's just like Metro. So, but I I prefer, you know, a lot of people don't like the, uh, the transfers, but, you know, they're nostalgic. They really are. And you can find them on eBay or anywhere or in any website. And they showed all the transfers with the routes and all that. It's kind of cool. And with the maps, so uh, technology changed. It really has. So I don't use public transportation. Not I haven't used it in a long time. I, I don't go to downtown much. So, but my brother does uh, sometimes, and uh, I think he has a pass or I don't know, maybe a nap. I haven't asked him. Okay. That'll be all for today. Uh, I think, and uh, I was discussing my last week post on Van Chicago Land. Also, I talk about my memories of paper transfers and monthly passes. Uh, thank you for joining me today. It was a very interesting uh, show. Coming up, it's the anniversary of my Facebook page, 10th anniversary. Uh, I'm very excited. And uh, I will do something. Maybe do a video or something. We'll see. I will work on that. And uh, my next podcast episode will be this weekend. So we'll see. That would be episode 130. So this is. This is your host, Pete Costanas. Thank you for joining me. I had a wonderful time talking about this. And uh, bye-bye for now. And here's Ray Rayner saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye-bye. With a little traveling music. Take it away, Ray. Bye, everyone. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>